some reviews. Disney feature length films. Short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. Hi. Hi, how's it going? I'm Stephanie. I'm Kevin. And this is... Let's get down to business. You know, I always ask you how you're doing, and I thought you never asked me how I'm doing. Well... We're ten episodes in, and you don't care about how I'm doing. Yeah, so, well, let me say that I don't care how you're doing. I hey, know that you hey, don't babe, care. babe, babe. How are you doing? I'm good. Don't care. Oh. <laughs> Let's podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is episode 10. Yeah, we made it to double digits, my fuckers. Uh, I've been getting a lot of positive feedback. We have... But it's only from, like, friends and family. So, I mean, thank you to all you nice people. Yeah. But we, we want, like, real, the randos. We want real... <laughs> the normies. Real listeners. Not just family. No offense. You guys count, family. but, like, half. You do, but you don't. So... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I have been getting positive feedback from friends and family, which is always nice. It's all about the title, right? No. No one <laughs> gives a fuck about the title. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They, I was surprised for them to say that uh, I have a good voice for for radio. We have a lot of deaf uh, family members. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you, you usually get that, that you have a good voice for radio. It's because I do. And a good face. Oh, yeah, I, oh, no, 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 no. I have a good face. And that's it. You don't, you don't have to put the, uh, the addition. <laughs> but yeah, this is episode 10. Absolutely. Hooray us. Yeah. We've stuck to something. <laughs> We're going to continue sticking to it. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. I will hold Stephanie to it, you guys. Yeah, he won't let me go off on tangents. <laughs> I'm like, look, can we turn this podcast into like, can we talk about dogs? No. Can we talk about, like, food? And he's like, nope, we got to stick uh, with uh, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a format. We're going to talk about a short in a movie every week. I, I know it's very hard, but... I like... I, I think I can do that. <laughs> I hope so. I, I think I think I we've can. done it nine times already. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Want to do it? Let's get down to it. Yeah, let's get down to business. So we just watched this short. Yeah. It's fresh in our mind. Now, you said it was putt-putt, Donald... But it's spelled P-U-T-P-U-T, Donald. So that would be put-put, Donald. No. It's put-put. It's a sound effect. Yeah, but I'm like I'm thinking P-U-double-T, like the the golf term. I'm sure you're right. But yeah, I, I did think it was going to be like putt-putt golf. Yeah. And it's not Even though it has a fucking boat it's not on the poster. It's not putt-putt Donald. It's with Walt Disney's Donald Duck Putt Putt Troubles is yeah. the full name on it. It was released in 1940. The, it's part of the Chronological Donald, which is a DVD or maybe Blu-ray, I don't know, but okay. DVD series of Donald Duck shorts. <laughs> For the purposes of this, we won't have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> right. Uh, there, there are these shorts that are just called Donald and Pluto cartoons mm-hmm. or Donald and, and Pluto shorts. And this was the fourth one, I believe. So putting Donald and Pluto together. It's solid. I think it works. You think so? Yeah. Cause, okay. I mean, it, like for the purposes of what this was, like they're both morons. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how it, how it goes first. Yeah. And then we'll talk about what we think or we'll share what we think about That's it. That's fine. Okay. So it starts off with Donald in a boat. Yeah. He's and in a boat. Pluto's dragging the boat. Yeah. 
down. They don't show you that initially. They make it look like he's kind of cruising along yeah. the sea. Because uh, Pluto's obscured and so is the rope. But then eventually they get past that and you see that he's Donald, being pulled by Pluto. Donald's being a lazy asshole like he normally is. Exactly. And ta- talking all of his nonsensical bullshit. I mean, you guys already know how I feel about Donald Duck, <laughs> so I don't have to reiterate that. But yeah. So yeah, Pluto, Pluto starts chasing a frog, uh, loses the boat. The boat goes out into the lake. Pluto continues chasing the frog. He gets into like a like, mattress coil. Is it? Yeah, it was a mattress coil, like a bed spring. It gets, and he gets tang- he gets tangled in his muzzle. And he tries to get it off, and it just gets worse, and then it goes, like, all the way around his neck. <laughs> so then he's just trying to get this thing off and then for, it like, kinda, the entirety of the short. Yeah, and it kind of cuts between Pluto dealing with this mattress coil and the spring doing all these funny, like... Physical comedy phys- type of Yeah, things. Slaps, more slapstick. And then Donald, in the meantime, is dealing with this motor on the boat, which is sort <laughs> of an anthrop... <laughs> what? Donald's motorboating. Anyway... Oh, my God. We didn't even see Daisy in this. <laughs> anyway, there is an anthropomorphic motor. Yeah. And it's, like, huffing and puffing and making funny It's a pile noises. of shit that yeah. doesn't work. It's, it's given Donald a lot of trouble. So he's dealing with this. Pluto is dealing with the coil. And it kind of just jumps back and forth between yeah. them struggling. Yep. And it's basically physical comedy the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Until, <laughs> in the end... Uh, Pluto works his way down to the dock, and Donald, somehow, the boat starts to come mm-hmm. apart, and the motor comes off of the boat, mm-hmm. and then somehow, in the end, they all become joined again. <laughs> There's some jet ski jokes there, yeah. and some really culturally insensitive jokes. <laughs> Shocking! With they, 1940s Disney! They really like to play like that Russian, like... Not theme song. It's not their theme song. Yeah. Like the Russian dance song. Mm-hmm. They stick that in a lot of cartoon yeah. jokes, I've noticed. Yeah. And then there's a really bad Native American one in there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was that bad. No, it's just like, why? It's just like, come on, you like, guys. Like, what the fuck, you guys? Apparently back in the 40s, we just make fun of races of people. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And in the 19, or excuse me, in the 2018s, it's not as funny. Yeah. Or not funny. Well, I mean, at I all. think it depends on the audience. To us, yeah, it was eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So overall, I like Pluto as a character. Mm-hmm. I still hate Donald Duck. Yeah. He's not endearing to me at all. <laughs> I think he's an asshole and he, I never know what he says. Yeah. But Pluto's pretty cute. I thought this, they spent too much time on one before they went to the other. Yeah. Because I was like, like first it started off with Pluto, and then they went to Donald Duck, and then I was like, well, what's happened with Pluto? Like, can we cut back to that? Because what's he doing? They eventually did. I think overall the short felt really long to me. Yeah, it was like I, seven minutes. Yeah, which isn't no, terribly that's not long, long for a short. But, but it felt to me it felt long. Yeah. I really liked the the boat motor a lot. Yeah. I thought the anthropomorph. Nice job. Anthropomorphization? Nice. You got there. Oh, come on. <laughs> the way they, they brought it to life, yeah. I, I thought was really neat. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically, like, I enjoy physical comedy, but this wasn't anything that was uh, above and beyond what we'd seen already yeah. in the other shorts. So It's no Gulliver Mickey. No, no Gulliver Mickey, and it's definitely not a Roger Rabbit. So yeah. Yeah, it's not, okay. Not even uh I mean, if, you, if for whatever reason you like Donald Duck, I mean, watch this. But otherwise, it's it's pretty skippable. Yeah. I think if you're going to watch a Donald Duck short, you should watch Canvas Back Duck. Yeah. That's been that's, the best one that's, so far. Yeah, that's much better than this. Yeah. Well, you don't like Donald and Math Magic? 
Um, that's a time and a place kind yeah. of thing. That's <laughs> like I'd show it in a classroom to a bunch mm-hmm. of kids, but do I want to watch that for fun? Right. Yeah, not really. Yeah, so that's okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Are we going to like really get down to it and like gonna, make make ours music? We're going to really get down to more business. <laughs> serious business. <laughs> called Make Mine Music. Yeah. Have you heard of this I have, music? I have not of before. Mine? No, I had no, not heard of it before. I have never heard of this. We're, we're, we're into the into the shit. We're into it now, you guys. <laughs> and I don't mean that as like a quality thing. It's no, just like. No backing out now. Yeah. So, the way Make Mine Music came around, we're in the 1940s. The past couple episodes, we've told you guys about how they're faring, the yeah. Walt Disney Studios and with the World War II and whatnot. So, they were planning this sort of Fantasia sequel, a, a runner-up to Fantasia that had some animated segments. Because that made so much money. Yeah, <laughs> because Fantasia is amazing. So, obviously, we need more. Yeah, it's really great. Well, I'm not talking about even quality. I'm talking about as a money-making venture. Like, you've seen, like, this did not make money. This is not making money. I'm, I'm full of sarcasm. I know, but I'm just saying. Okay. okay. I wasn't sure if I, was, <laughs> if I was landing on thick enough. Yeah. So, sequel to Fantasia. Just imagine, you guys. I mean, we ended up getting one anyway, so. Yeah, they, you know, they like for- 60 years later. They forced it on us. But they had a couple of segments that didn't go into Fantasia, like the song Claire de Lune, which if you heard it, you would know what it is. You can always YouTube it. But they ended up changing it because of World War II and studio issues. So they pushed it back to 1944 is when they started announcing and working on it. And at the time, the working title was called Swing Street. A saga of music from modern classic to boogie woogie. I, I thought it was like going to be like the Ice Harvest. What? Never mind. You, that was a key party joke, but what <laughs> key party like swingers? Yes. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh. Jesus fucking Christ! There's no pineapple flags involved oh, with this. Whatever. Anyway, you guys, I hope you got that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Fantasia Two, Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. <laughs> so we have this new movie being planned. Ended up coming out in 1946. Actual title, Make My Music, runtime, 75 minutes, and it's another package film. Wasn't given a wide release, a wide theatrical reissue, um, so they ended up parting up the shorts, and then they released those in the theater, or they used them as seg- segments on like Disney TV yep. programs. So it was also originally released on Laserdisc and VHD Fuck in Japan yeah, in 1985. Japan gets all the nice and things. And Japan got the unedited version, nice. which we'll talk about yeah. here in a minute. So yeah, make my music. Uh, these segments are not tied together at all in any way. And they're very short. They are. <laughs> and I will also talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> So the one, the version that we found was the edited version. So one of the shorts was missing, which is called The Martins and the Koi. So we had to look that one up on YouTube and we watched it in Italian. Yeah. So I don't think we even got what was. I don't know. I think we understood what was going on because it's it's laid on pretty thick. I understood the concept, but we didn't. Well, who fucking cares what they're saying? Like, honestly, do you think this is going to be like highbrow stuff or like thought provoking in any way? So we. Our, ours just went straight into the Make My Music theme song mm-hmm. and credits. 
But if you were to watch the unedited version, you would get the Martins and the Coys, which is the hillbilly version of the Hatfield and the McCoys or... Romeo and Juliet. Rome- yeah, it's just Romeo and yeah. Juliet with hillbillies and fucking... Stephanie, I feel like that's kind of insensitive. That is insensitive. To those that live in the hills. That is insensitive. <laughs> what would be the proper term? Not redneck. No. Uh, <laughs> country folk. Country folk. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they cut that out because of violent gunplay. Yeah. They thought it was too violent. In the for 40s, kids. boys. Which I was going to ask you, how do you feel about, like, we're in 2018? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes. I'm Kevin, I live in for the future. Oh yeah. I know. I'm just looking ahead. <laughs> so how did you feel about the gun use in that? Like did you feel like, oh man, this is bad? Like no. yeah, kids shouldn't watch it. Or did you just feel like No, that was like I don't know. I, I kinda wonder if America's sensibilities at that time were kind of more in line with the rest of the world's. Kind of how like these days, uh like if you go to Europe uh, well, I shouldn't say like I know because I've never fucking been there. But from what I hear, we could if we uh, wanted to. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, in Europe and other places, it's kind of flip flopped where they're much uh, more okay with uh, sexuality and the human body and nudity and things like that, mm. rather than violence in their movies. Like violence is the thing that you don't really want to show your children in a movie, whereas it's okay to show them the human body, things like that. Whereas in America. Like, oh fuck that shit! I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them the most, the most violent movies. I want uh, but, but, violence but if as realistic as possible. But if there's a, car- a, a, a pair of titties or, God forbid, a, a penis, like, no, we can't have that. That's NC-17. Like, so I don't know. I mean, I. I love that you use the slang term titties, but then you use the anatomical term penis. What's wrong with that? You could have just said breasts. Yeah, but I like those. <laughs> 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 anyway, I didn't say jugs. <laughs> anyway, come on now. Anyway, uh, Martin's and the Coys. Yeah, I don't think it needed it. No, well, I, you didn't even really describe what it was about. I yeah, you kind of glossed it over all that. It was the hillbilly version of Romeo and Juliet. Well, yeah, and like eventually, like they they fucking kill all of each other. Like they massacre everybody with no and, blood. Yeah, they don't show any blood or like any actual deaths. They're just on all screen. shooting at each other. So like. Like they're 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 all fighting, you know, at sundown or whatever it is with their guns, and the camera kind of pans down into like the darkness, mm-hmm. and then when it comes back up, like there's I, I don't care if they, if they show corpses or not, but they show all the ghosts yeah, all ascending the, like, angels to, to to heaven, like which kind of gets me because it's like wait a second, you're all fucking murderers and you're all going to heaven, like what's what's that all about? We don't have time for that. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> We're not that deep yeah. of a podcast. But then, but then uh, there there are like two two survivors. Like there's uh, one older male and one older female from each family. Yeah. And like the the family members are all watching from above as like the the courtship between these two happens. Fall in love. And the way the way it goes down is they get married, mm-hmm. and then they move back into this house that's at, at the bottom of like a ravine or whatever in between the two feuding houses. And when that, uh, when that happens, like they, they start fighting really badly and like the house is rocking and shit like that. And I think she hits him and well, maybe, maybe it's implied that he goes back in and like starts giving it back no, to her. So what happens is like throughout this whole short, the Martins and the Coys, the two families are feuding and shooting as like, there's like this whole like lyric poem that yeah. goes with it. The last one says, you may think this is where the story ended. But I'm telling you, the ghosts don't cuss no more because they're looking up in 
from heaven. Because since Grace and Henry wedded, which are the two that fall in love, they fight worse than all the rest did, and they carry on the feud just like before. Yeah, and that's it. So the way, the impression that it gave me is like they were beating each other up. Yeah, I think so. Because they don't really show it. Yeah. But, but that was, house is rocking, boys. I was like, was this just like a domestic abuse? Like, what the, what the fuck just They're happened? They're feuding, babe. It's just, you know, it's normal. Like our upstairs apartment neighbors? Exactly. Where they throw shit at each other? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking white trash! Nah. <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> I'm gonna call the cops! <laughs> they got kicked out. Yeah. There's right. a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that segment was, wasn't was even on the version that yeah, we watched. which is fine because yeah, it, it sucked. I don't think you we're missing anything with that or yeah. you would be missing anything. So what we start with on this version is Blue Bayou. Down on the bayou. It's the called, crawdad man. It's called a tone poem, Blue Bayou. <laughs> this animation was originally intended for Fantasia's Claire de Lune sequence. Instead, it got the song Blue Bayou, but... If you are so inclined, you can go on YouTube and type in Blue Bayou Fantasia, and someone will do, like, where they cut it together so Mm -hmm. it goes with that other song, so you could see what it would have been on Fantasia. That's pretty legit. It actually matched with that Claire de Lune music better, which, I mean, it was intended for that. But I don't think it looked bad on this one either. It was... Very pretty scenery. It was slow. It was a good song, too. I actually like the song. Yeah. Um, but very short. All of these are, are very short mm-hmm. until we get to the end. So Blue Bayou followed up with all the cats join in. And again, there's nothing tying these shorts together, but no. there is. They give you intros for yeah, each one intros. telling you who the, uh, who all the artists are. Because back in the day, like these are actually all pretty notable people, like musicians yeah. and. I don't know who they are. Yeah. But. But from what, we, what, from what we had read, like they were all pretty notable. So you'd get the, uh, the title screen before each one, like, telling you who who was uh, the musician. Yeah, like Dinah Shore was yep. one of them. Benny Goodman. Yeah. Yep. So it was nice. I think that was a nice in-between so you could process what you just watched. Yeah. To have that few seconds in-between. Like a buffer. Yeah, yeah. So we have all the cats joining, which was next. It's a jazz interlude. And not cats as in meow meow cats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but cats like cool nineteen yeah. late nineteen forties hip. Yep. Uh, imagine like, jukebox. Yeah, imagine like uh, happy days or grease diner milkshakes. Yeah. What Back to the Future went back to? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty okay. much. Come on, babe. <laughs> so not the western one. Not that one. <laughs> so it starts with some pencil drawing. So you actually see the pencil drawing lines like an animated pencil. Yeah. And it shows like like a girl is getting a phone call, mm-hmm. and her little sister is there. Now that had never actually been explained whether that was her little sister or it was her daughter. It's her little sister. How do you know? Because she's way too young to have a daughter. They're all teenagers. That, that doesn't mean anything, babe. The, Kevin, it was the 1940s. That don't matter. She, well, she's obviously irresponsible if she's going to do what she's going to do right now. Which was what? Uh, she freaking gets ready. She like she gets the phone call and she's like, "Oh shit, I gotta get ready." So she jumps in the shower, and that was pretty jarring for me because like you see mild cartoon nudity, which was also edited out. Yeah. But I don't know if the what we watched was the edited version because you see like kind of a side boob. Yeah, and like 
the profile and everything like that behind the shower door. Like she gets the towel out just in time before yeah. you see anything. She's got it's some like curves. Yeah, I know. Damn. It's like <laughs> so she gets ready and everything like that, and she rushes out of the uh, the house mm-hmm. and leaves. Seven says her sister. I'm going with daughter because I prefer to think that she's a. Why would a, she leave her daughter? Because she's even... a deadbeat parent. In the 40s? Exactly. Kevin. Yeah. It's, a, is, it's a sad time, no, you guys. No, this is like sock hop shit. <laughs> These are teenagers. Which, by the way, she had like camel feet in those socks. Yeah. Did you notice? I did not. I did. They they were literal cam- camel toes. Damn, babe. Take it easy. <laughs> uh, I, I really liked her style, She but she had like creepy eyes. <laughs> like creepy, just black, soulless eyes. So maybe okay. she was leaving her... That's what I'm saying. No, it was a sock hop. Okay. No, they. She meets up with some teens in a car, and there's a pretty funny joke where they're speeding. <laughs> and then they see a they see a police officer. They go real slow past him, and the minute they pass him, they just speed right back up. And then they're at some social event, ice cream jukebox dancing, and there's a point where the pencil draws the girl. And it draws her with a really fat ass. No! Like, see, this is what I was going to say. Like, she wasn't even, like, that fat. No, like, it's not a big at all. A, It's a big ass, but, like, this is kind of a, a skinnier girl. And the, and the setup for this is that they're at the dance. And this guy is kind of just, like, waiting by the wall or whatever. And he's, like, waiting for a chick. Well, he, he sees this blonde gal. And then, like, you see the rest of her. And you see, that, like, she's, like, a skinny up-top girl with, like, a big fat ass. And like a good one, not and, like a bad. And one. he totally just fucking gives her the cold shoulders. Like he, like he sees it. He's like, Haha, no fat chicks. And then all of a sudden, fucking the uh, the pencil comes down and erases her ass. And then it redraws it all. Yeah. Small. And then he's cool that they're fucking dancing and everybody's everybody's awesome. So pencil fucking liposuctions for everybody, I guess. I, when that happened, there was a moment where you like either you like said something or like gasped yeah. and you looked at me but we don't talk about the movies exactly. as we're watching yeah. them so we couldn't discuss it yeah so, um there's a, a kind of a square guy who shows up with the ukulele and they kick his ass yeah, out they're, and they're like get no the, you get can't, the fuck out poser you can't party with us no. <laughs> looks like the music man <laughs> yeah he had like a <laughs> Aww, poor matthew broderick um so that was pretty much that one yeah <laughs> these are kind of like music videos yeah yeah no, that, that's exactly what they are. And I actually like this part. Yeah. Honestly. Next was a, ball- a Ballad in Blue. That one. We already said that. No, that was Blue Bayou. Oh. Next was A Ballad in Blue, and the song was Without You. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So in this then one. This is the one that had the good song. Sorry. This one looked like a Henry Matisse painting like mm-hmm. before he used to do the cutouts. Yeah. Google Henry Matisse, you guys. He's a great artist. Like this song, I don't know, if, I don't know how it felt for you. It, it reminded me of like a fucking Chris Isaac. Music video. It was like a crooner. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, You know what babe. I'm talking about. Come on. That was very nice. I got uh, that talent. There's like a weeping willow, some landscaping trees, and the camera kind of pans around. It's very subtle. Now I want to hear that song. <laughs> Chris Isaac or Without You? Chris Isaac. No. Anyway. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you serious? This song is a classic. No, I know, but why would we listen to it right now? Oh, my God. No. Continue. You know, you're, just, you're killing me. Blue Bio is... Or not Blue Bio. See, you got me all mixed up. Ballad in Blue is very short. Yes. Without you, is very short. Anyway. It's time for Casey at the Bat, Casey boys. Casey at the Bat. A musical recitation. Casey at the Bat. <laughs> it starts off with this poem that says, Ladies don't know baseball a bit. They don't know a strike from a foul or hit. Oh. What the fuck? True. 
No! You don't even like baseball anymore, so don't give me that That's shit. because our team sucks. Whatever. I don't even want to hear they it. They really suck. Did you get my text the other day about I how did. bad our team sucks? I did, and they it suck. wasn't true. They suck. <sighs> so the narrator has this kind of sing-songy rhyme because it's a poem, which I found out is a real poem. Um, It was by... Was this the one that Sterling Holloway did? Or was that not yet? No, Sterling Holloway did... Peter and the Wolf. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. Um, so this was a poem from 1888 by Ernest Thayer. Yeah. It's pretty legit. I actually read it in school. Yeah. That's what you said. You yeah. said like seventh grade or something? I think so. Why? Yeah. I don't know. It was just, uh, I, I assume because my teacher probably likes sports and this is a way to shoehorn baseball into poetry. Who was your teacher? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I didn't realize this was a poem. I thought it was made for the movie. A uh, bit of trivia here. The stadium wall announces that the Mudville Nine are playing Burbank. Um, that's a reference to Walt Disney Studios. Oh, shit. Yeah. You like that? You like that, like that research? <laughs> so this is the only segment that received its own sequel. There's another short called Casey Bats Again, where Casey is the father of nine female baseball players. So he batted nine fucking times is what he did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they, I was reading about it, and they don't say whether this is about any player in specifically. Any player? I don't know. Like any any real player? Yeah, yeah. Um, the closest they, they could find was Michael Joseph Kelly, King Kelly. King Kelly, boys. I knew you'd know who that was. Yeah, from like know. the 1800s. I have no focus. He's very good in uh, what if sports baseball. What if? Yeah. What it's like it? a fantasy baseball thing where you oh. build your own team based on players from like any era. Oh. And then you go against other and you have like a salary cap and stuff. It's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm take, take a word for it. Sounds lame, but uh-huh. yeah. So the audience is pretty funny in this. Um, there's some humor with the ball being thrown around the field mm-hmm. and it looks like it's being thrown everywhere at once. EGAD, there's a. Mustache problem with the bat. It's getting all tangled up in his mustache. <laughs> Casey, you know, he he's pretty cocky about. Well, yeah, and, he, and he's got like all these uh, star fuckers that are buying. There's like three chicks and they're just swooning yeah, before he even goes up to bat. They're thirsty for like, Casey. Yeah, that's so, that's where the nine ones came from. Then there's like a hot foot joke. Yeah, I, I had to ask you, like, what, what is it, it was called? called when they light someone's shoe on fire? Yeah, because that's a thing <laughs> yeah. in baseball. That's a weird. <laughs> like you, you get up behind your uh, teammate's shoe, yeah. and I can't remember what they what they attach to it exactly. It's something toilet paper, I want to say, and they light light it on fire, and then you don't even know that your foot's on fire until you notice, and then they laugh at you. Dudes are so weird. It's amazing. It's like when you pat each other on the butts, and you're like, "Yeah, good job." That's how we roll. I, I'm. <laughs> So there's Casey and the ladies are all like, ooh la la, and he's prancing around. And then the catcher does some hand signals and his fingers get all braided up and some stuff with that. Yeah. Um, and then the ladies shout out, kill the umpire. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. This yeah, like legit kill the umpire is what they say. Like they were like out for blood. Yeah. It suddenly turned into the purge that's, and that's this movie went shit. a whole different direction. <laughs> no. Um, and then Casey's, like, reading a newspaper when yeah. the ball gets thrown to him. He doesn't that, even care because he's like, yeah. you know what? These pitches are bullshit. I'm not going to strike out. Yeah. Big, I got this. So that was strike two. But you know what, you guys? Casey doesn't have this. No. And he fucking strikes out. Yeah. <laughs> so he swings at the third pitch. Yeah. And then it just cuts. Yeah. Like it, 
Like, suddenly, like, it's, like, jarring. Like Because, obviously, he jacked it. It's gone. Yeah, so he swings, and suddenly we just cut to, like, birds in the air. A desolate, empty stadium. Kids playing. And then it shows the stadium, yeah. and it's, like, raining, and there's Casey standing there, still. Swinging, and, like, yeah, in the mud. In the rain, just, like, depressed. Yeah. Because he was too cocky. Because he's a fucking failure. And he wasn't very good. <laughs> so... That was Casey Yvette. Yeah. Next was Kevin's favorite, the ballad ballet. Ballad. Ballad ballet. (laughs) It's what it looks like. Two silhouettes. The dance. Yeah, yeah. Two silhouettes. And we have those fucking cherubs. Woo! From Fantasia. Naked ass babies, boys. (laughs) I wrote, I hate ballet. We are are not cultured. No, we're not. (laughs) Not in the least. We have a ballet place here. We could always go. That we're not going to go to. We go, well, remember, we went and saw Jersey Boys, and we didn't think we were about but theater that's not and ballet. musicals. But no, we didn't but think. We, no, I think we did know that we were kind of about musicals. We just didn't But never Jersey seen Boys? One. It was legit. No, it was great. But we, at first, were like, mm. Come on. Yeah. Anyway. But maybe we would like ballet. So, yeah, we're not Probably culture, not. But so, if you like ballet, you can probably tell us to just. I don't know. Take yeah. a hike on this one. But. So there's some like colors of the wind going on here. There's a cherub teeter totter for some reason. <laughs> I wrote so fucking boring. <laughs> on my, on my notes. Um, some realistic. Well, there was realistic rotoscoping. They just traced over, and it yeah. was very jarring. Yeah, because it, it looked was. like just real silhouettes mm-hmm. in an animated, or just not even animated because it wasn't moving. Yeah. Just a background, yep. a painted background. Now, from what I've read online. This is either people's favorite really? segment or the worst segment. Well, I was going to say, yeah, like the internet is usually rife with shit opinions. It so. depends on how you feel about ballet. Yeah, exactly. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, if you, if you like ballet, I mean, tear it up. And we, we don't. don't. I don't think we do. No, not at all. And then, of course, it has to end with the cherubs making a heart, but at least this time it wasn't, it wasn't their butts. Yeah, it wasn't their ass. So We weren't getting fruit bowled by a fucking child. Anyway, that's two silhouettes. <laughs> Moving on. We have a fairy tale with music. <laughs> Peter and the Wolf. Yeah. Very Russia. <laughs> it's very timely. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to do the Russian accent now because we've been watching Glow. No, you no, you can't you cannot do that and like talk about the short and bitch about the fucking Native American stuff. No, I know. <laughs> like that's why I cut myself I off from doing it. We are not Allison Bree, so but we can't whenever do it. I hear like an accent or some speech pattern, I always want to repeat it back. But you can't because why? I'm an asshole. No, you're an asshole. Well, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> because it's insensitive. <laughs> well, that too. But no, I was gonna make the uh, stock stereotypical point that ladies can't do impressions, right? Isn't that a thing? I'm terribly at impressions. I can't even do Michelle Wolf. Like, and, she... <laughs> and Michelle Wolf can't do impressions. So there you go. <laughs> but I do love to. I do... could be wrong on this, you guys. And if I am, please let me know. Yeah, but... Michelle Wolf. We should tag her. No. If you like Michelle Wolf, listen to us. I mean, I would, but. Yeah. <laughs> I just love her curly red hair. Uh, oh, whatever. Whatever. Her, sne- her high top sneakers. I'm, I'm, I'm track. Anyway. You got this. Anyway. Michelle Wolf. God damn it. <laughs> Peter and the Wolf. Not Peter. Peter not Peter and Michelle Wolf. <laughs> Although we wish it was. <laughs> no, so this I it starts off with an orchestra lesson. They tell you that each instrument in the orchestra is a different character. So Which is pretty cool in theory. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a great concept. Yeah. 
I really liked how it set it up because much like ballet, I don't know shit about the symphony or the orchestra. So there's that. <laughs> Peter wants to hunt a wolf. And the grandpa's like, no. Uh, so he sneaks out. Yeah. Like what every boy would do. Yeah. Right? With yeah. a fake ass gun. Yeah. With a pop gun. <laughs> and then we have some different characters. We have a cat. We have a duck. And then we have Sasha the bird. Who is it? The Aliquan. I don't, it's not, but yeah. It looks like it. It looks like it. I got very excited. I was like, the Alicorn! But I don't think it's him. And then we have the wolf. Um, what was going on? They were trying, he was trying to hunt the wolf, and eventually they find it, and the freaking wolf owns them. Like he, uh, it looks like he eats the duck, and so Sasha the bird is like crestfallen about this, and he tries to fight. Pete or fight the wolf that doesn't work out. He almost gets eaten, mm-hmm. and I, I can't even remember how the hell they. Uh, well, they the wolf out. get up in a tree, and yeah. then the hunters come along, and by the time they show them, they've caught the wolf. Oh yeah, they, they took him back to the village. They don't really okay. tell you how they got the wolf because yeah. they were in a bind. They're in a pickle. Yeah, in that so tree. some might say. Yeah, so I don't really know how they don't really explain that but either way so they get back to the village with the wolf and sasha the bird is still really sad because he thinks the duck is dead he goes back to the tree to kind of mourn the duck and sees that it's still alive and everything's fine so everybody yeah. is all good in the end and that it was just weird because Peter and the wolf you thought the duck had died yeah and then you thought the, the bird, bird had die. died and then the wolf chases them up a tree so you have the cat the kid and maybe the bird up yeah. in the tree and then it cuts to the hunters, and they're walking along. And when it cuts back to Peter, he, like, captured the wolf. Mm-hmm. And I put, maybe he actually died. Right. Keanu Reeves' face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no alternate realities. They just somehow captured him. Yeah. So that was Peter and the wolf. Yeah. And then we have the Goodman Quartet. It was at, After You're Gone, which was a very quick one. It was Anthropomorphic Instruments. At this point, I wasn't paying attention, so I don't know. I know. I don't think I was either. I was. Do- we were doing something. I don't think we were. I think we were just not paying attention to the Goodman Quartet. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we were paying attention to the dog or something. Yeah. I don't know. And then the next one after that. I mean, there was nothing to it. No. It not really. just it was, instruments it was, dancing yeah. around. Yep. So then the next one after that was a love story, Johnny Fedora and Alice Bluebonnet. And it had a very Brave Little Toaster vibe. Yeah. There's a song that went with it. So basically, it's a song about two hats, a fedora and a they bonnet. They live in a department store together, yeah. and they fall in love. And yeah. then They're the female song. hat gets bought by a woman and taken away from the male hat. And then he tries to find her. And he's somehow. bought by a man. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't go well for him. Like, yeah. he eventually lives on the streets. Yeah, he gets trampled on yeah. and uh, picked up with a cigarette off the ground. <laughs> and then he goes down a drain. And uh, But in the end, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't, I can't remember why, but they, they end up with a, a horse carriage. And, like, they, they each like, get holes cut yeah. so the, ho- the horse's ears can fit. And they put hats on the fucking horses. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> You should ask someone that lives in, like, Kentucky right? with a derby or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Because they show all of a sudden. So they end up together. I mean, it's it's a nice ending. It's a pretty, it's a pretty cool short. I, lo- I, I, I like the concept a lot. And the animation was it. cool. Yeah, I like the song. Um, last one. Yeah. It's an opera pathetic. <laughs> Super the- pathetic. <laughs> Very operatic <laughs> pathetic. Uh, the whale who wanted to sing at the Met. 
Yeah. Why would a whale want to sing for the Mets? I have no fuck. What? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's not a Yankees fan. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so it starts and the whale is singing out in the ocean and he's singing Mama's Little Baby, make mm-hmm. shortening, shortening. Yep. Which I had to look that up because I was like, is this like a... A thing. Yeah. Is this a thing? Right. But it was written by a white dude in like 1900. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a... Um, I don't know. Not like a slave song, but like when they're out working in the fields. Yeah. Like when they sing. I know what you're saying, yeah, but I don't yeah. know the term. No, it was written by a white guy in 1900. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a long one. It was. I don't know what happened. You fell asleep. That's what happened. I did. I did. You fell asleep. And I don't even have an excuse for that. No, you don't. It was long. <laughs> it was pretty boring. Um. But hey, you guys, the whale dies. I don't they know. They fucking kill the whale. Yeah, like, does, did he actually sing at the opera, or is that him, like, imagining? I think he was his imagining, career? yeah. This is, it's what could have happened had this dude not killed him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty dark. Yeah, I tried to watch it again. Like, I looked it up on YouTube. Why would you do that to yourself? Because I was like, we totally didn't pay she's, attention. She's dedicated to the method. And then I got, like, two minutes in, and I got had to do something else. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't, I don't know how, yeah. what it... Yeah. It was, like, 14 minutes long. Yeah, It's I know. a long one. So, if you want to know what happens on that one... Watch don't, it yourself, Don't bitch. ask us, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> and then it ends. Yeah. It ends. It's done. Yeah, my, my, my note was, imagine baby weems, but shitty. For the whale one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's got kind of like, uh, not rags to riches, but like fish out of water achieving great things. Yeah. But it was just bad. I don't know. It was just long. And opera. Ballet and opera, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Um, So I found mixed reviews about this online. It said that it was exhibited at Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. And critics compared it to Fantasia. I I wonder why. I don't know if it was badly or poorly reviewed yeah i don't know good or bad yeah i think it was much more entertaining than fantasia <sighs> i do i do I mean, eh. no no there was no mm. ah. oh you're, ah. gonna, you're gonna get mansplained ah. on so hard ah. no it was enter- more entertaining than fantasia because the music had words the segments were shorter i think there's more interesting segments in this one than fantasia had and I rest my case. Yeah, I think you're completely full of shit. And once more, I, I feel like I should say, I am not doing this just to like disagree or like have banter with you. Did you hate it? It sucked. This fucking sucked. Like, like I said, I, I, I liked the. It, uh, it didn't feel Disney at all. I'll give you that. No, I don't think so. Like I said, I liked, I liked Johnny Fedora. That was good. Uh, the, the Benny Goodman one, the cats or whatever. That was good. Mm-hmm. And then I like the song in the Ballad of Blue. Casey at the Bat was okay, but everything else kind of fucking sucked. And like, if you're going to compare it to Fantasia and say that the, the, the positives here are the, the, this actually had words, well, that's fair enough. But like, I don't think there's any fucking sketch in this one that even comes close to the Sorcerer's Apprentice or to uh, the very the very last one is it the the demon? That one? one's so boring. It, get, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, you can say it's boring, but the animation is better in that. The ambiance is better in that. The music is better in that. Like, and I don't and I don't like Fantasia. Kevin, I'm a millennial with ADHD and attentive type. I don't care. And I'm telling you, this movie is more entertaining. Well, then bust out. The fucking rankings. Fantasia. Let's get, let's get it. Fantasia let's is more artistic. 
Yeah. And conceptual. Yeah. This is more entertaining. That doesn't. M- <sighs> okay. Yeah. Oh, we'll pull the reins. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Okay. These are our top ten. Yeah. We have ten now. <laughs> Double digits. Woo. I have Pinocchio, Bambi, Three Caballeros, The Reluctant Dragon, Snow White, Dumbo, Fantasia, Victory Through Air Power, and currently last, Saludos Amigos. Where would I put this? Yeah. Well, you said it. You said it's better than Fantasia, so probably number seven. Mm. Yeah, see? You, you you backed yourself into a corner now. Shut up, Kevin. I got plenty of wiggle room. Why don't you work on yours? What's that? Go first. Oh, I'm going to put it right behind Victory Through Air Power. So you're bumping Saludos down. Yeah. So as as has been established before, Saludos Amigos can kiss my ass. And then, sorry, South America, nothing against you. Well, three caballeros. What's that? I think three caballeros makes up for it. Well, and yeah, Saludos. that's a completely different movie. Okay, so we're putting Make Mine Music as number nine. nine. Number Make nine. Music. I'm writing it wrong. Make music mine. Make music mine. Make mine. Mine. Music. Music. Make yours music. Yeah. Your mom. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, shit. Yeah. What are you going to do, babe? Oh, it's going to be so bad. You guys, it's going to be so bad. She's going to put Make Mine Music above, like, movies that are actually good or decent. Oh, you suck. I'm... You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to no. put it ahead of Fantasia. You can't do it. No, because... Because Fantasia is better and more important. Because I think Make Mine Music works better when you split them up. Okay. And part them off. But you can't when it's fucking all together. Kevin, shut your face. Anyway. Number nine, Make Mine Music. Number ten, Salute. That's right, bitch! (laughs) And let me just Google divorce papers. All right. Salugos, amigos. Salugos. I did write Salugos. Saludos. Amigos. Amigos. There we go. Yeah, so there we go. It's number nine, guys. Hey, baby, what we got next week? I don't even know. What do we have next week? You should know. Why? I don't pay attention. Our short is called The Pet Store. It's a oh. black and white Mickey short. Yeah, I did know this. You're right. Speaking of black and white, we have Song of the South. Whoa. 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 I don't know. Um, thank you for listening, you guys. That was Make My Music. Yeah, it was a chore. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm excited to get out of the package films. We're almost when, there. Whenever we do, like I'm, We're I'm almost anxiously awaiting. I can see the light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. No, um, thank you guys. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 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 symbol DTB at Disney. Me. What at me? <laughs> Don't tweet at me, bro. No, at symbol. DTB Disney, like down to business Disney. Subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, those of you that like us, if you could go over to iTunes and give us a review so people know what they're looking for, know what to expect. And Stephanie says that she doesn't want negative reviews, but I think it's funny. So if, if you, you guys want to do that. If you give us a negative review, fuck off. <laughs> um, some of the, so a couple of people have told me they've left reviews and they're not showing up. Yeah. So okay. keep trying, please. <laughs> We appreciate that. I like positive reinforcement. It'll keep this podcast coming. So if you give us negative reviews, I'm going to quit. Well, yeah. If if you give us negative reviews, I am fueled by that. And my disdain for you will help me motivate Stephanie. So yeah. either way, we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Tell all your friends. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. We, Kevin. We, we what? Kevin, go ahead. Well, 
How do what? We, how do we end this? I don't know. You know. Because Disney is a business. And business is good. <laughs> See you guys. Bye.